Welcome to the Testimony Word broadcast from the Keepers House Chapel International. Our mission is to bring healing, transformation, and meaning to the lives of people in different societies with the good news of Jesus Christ. When you allow yourself to grow in a relationship with Him, you start getting filled up. When you are full of the Spirit, eh, you will be restrained and constrained from doing some things that are not of honest report. God's servant delivers the word of truth with clarity, simplicity, and dexterity. Here is Pastor Francis Aubin proclaiming God's mind to you today. Can I hear louder? Amen. I want us to take a scripture and read from Psalm 115 verse 12 to 15. And this is what the Bible says. The Lord has been mindful of us. He will bless us. He will bless the house of Israel. He will bless the house of Aaron. He will bless them that fear the Lord, both small and great. The Lord shall increase you more and more, you and your children. Ye are blessed of the Lord, which made heaven and earth. Praise the Lord. We are talking about the blessed people, part five. Please take your seat. In the first service, we learned that the source of blessing is God. Psalm 24, verse 5. We learned also that blessing is the heritage of believers or is the heritage of the child of God. And this scripture, we also learned, I mean, I'll come back to this. We also learned that the blessing of the Lord is a hedge of protection around the child of God. And when we put that into summary, it's Job 1.10. The blessing of the Lord is security in prosperity. That is a hedge of protection around the life and the livelihood of the child of God. In this service, the scripture we just read, it says that The Lord has been mindful of us. He will bless us. So, blessings come from God. He will bless the house of Israel. He will bless the keeper's house. He will bless the house of Aaron. He will bless you, your house as well. The Lord has been mindful of us means that God is thoughtful about his children and it is his will to bless his children, bless his nation, bless his children's children. Praise the Lord. Now tell somebody that the blessing of the Lord is your portion. And tell somebody that blessing is the will of God for your life. You have to prophesy to the person by saying, blessing is the will of God for your life. I mean, blessing is a very important aspect of our walk with God. 
And if you are not careful, some people who belong to some schools of thought believe that life in Christ is all about suffering. But life in Christ is not all about suffering. The Bible actually said there is a two-dimensional stuff. They that are buried with him. That's suffering. When he arose, the same shall also resurrect with him into glory. So you can see that there is the suffering aspect or the sacrifice aspect of our work with God. And then there is also the nukufio. There's also the provision aspect of our work with God. That God did not call us to suffer. He also called us to give us his provision, which is called the blessing. Praise the Lord. And we will see it manifested in different dimensions. And so here, it says that it is the will of God. That's why God is mindful. Is mind, I mean, if God is mindful to bless you and I, no human being should be wise enough to say that God has thought of about doing something and that thing God wants to do is unacceptable. Something that God has been mindful to bless us, bless our children, bless our nation. Oh boy. It is the will of God. And this is one of the things that's always on the mind of God to do. And I'm praying that your portion will not be denied you in Jesus name. He will bless those who fear him both small and great. So you see that when it comes to blessing, age is not a factor. Status is not a factor. The underlining element is that if you are a child of God, those who fear him, both small and great, he will bless them. That means that the blessings of God, they gravitate towards the children of God. Those who fear him. Those who are in a covenant with him. If you are great, he will bless you. If you are small, he will, he will bless you. That also means that the blessing of the Lord is superior to the greatness of man. That when he says somebody is great, it looks like naturally the person has hit the bar of how high a human being can rise. Is that not so? Hello? Hey. When somebody attains to the level of greatness, it's like they have reached. For instance, in academia, let's say somebody is Professor Emeritus. Or in law, somebody is, is, is let's say, the Chief Justice. In Ghana, in our jurisdiction, the Chief Justice is, is the highest um, level anybody can attain in, I mean, in, in the practice of law. Are you here at all? Hey, are you sure you are here? So when you hit there, you are, the, you are a doyen of law. You have entered the realm where there is, there is no room up again by human calculation. But the Bible is saying that he will bless both the small and great. That is to say that even when we calculate what, means, what greatness means to us, the blessing can still add to that greatness. 
That is, the blessing can make the great something that the great cannot even define. He will bless both the small and the great. That's why you see that two professors are not the same. Yeah, they, both of them can be professors, but God has blessed one and the other one, I don't know what happened to the other one. But the one that has been blessed, you see that the life is different. Is God talking to somebody here? The life is different. So any level of greatness you attain to, the blessing can even make you better from there. May it become your portion in the name of Jesus. So we see that it is the will of God to bless his children. Blessings come from God. And God blesses his children. Blessing is the heritage of God's children. In Psalm 147, Verse number 13, Psalm 147, verse number 13, the Bible said, For he has strengthened the bars of thy gates. He has blessed thy children within thee. Job chapter 1 talks about the fact that the blessing is a hedge of protection around your house, your substance, and it gives you increment. Of your substance. In this scripture, the Bible is saying that He has strengthened the bars of thy gates. That is security there. He has blessed thy children within thee. So, the blessing of the Lord means security in prosperity or prosperity in security. Some people have prosperity in adversity. But when God blesses in Proverbs 10.22, the Bible said, The blessing of the Lord maketh rich, and he added no sorrow with it. So, when a true blessing will not come with adversity, a true blessing does not come with it. Adversity does not come with it. So when God blesses you, he also gives you security. He does what? God gives you security in prosperity. That's why he has strengthened the bars of your gates. So that whatever takes from people, whatever invades people, will not be able to invade your space because he has strengthened your security. And your children are blessed. That's your fruitfulness right there. So some people have prosperity, but they don't have security. But when you are blessed, God gives you security in prosperity. So that you don't receive it and lose it. You don't receive it, receive it for it to destroy you. And this is very important. When the Bible said, goodness and mercy shall follow me. He meant that, and we talk about goodness. The goodness is the material aspect of the blessing. The mercy is the spiritual aspect of the blessing. That is, when God gives you prosperity, he also protects you with it. There is a spirit so that the car you have bought will not become your coffin one day. Some people can buy a car and in a week the car will kill them. That is prosperity with adversity. 
But when God gives you goodness, he also gives you mercy. Mercy is a spirit that exempts you from judgment. Are you here at all? So that they, they can be shooting at your car, but you are not dying. Because the Lord himself has built, has strengthened the bars of your gate. He has built a hedge of protection around you. So that the devil cannot kill you because of the blessings of the Lord. It's too powerful. This is what we have. When you are a child of God. Gives you a marriage. The marriage will bring you joy. It will not kill you. Say amen. He gives you children. The children will bring you joy. They will not kill you. You don't go to any police station to bail your child. That amen should be louder. Don't be. What kind of that be amen is that? <laughs> it's a blessing. It's a blessing. It's a, some people have money they can't sleep. Because every time something is looking for them. May no evil look for you in Jesus' mighty name. In Job chapter 42 verse 12, the Bible says something very important there about blessing. And it was talking about when God began to restore Job. He says that, so the Lord blessed the latter end of Job more than his beginning. For he had 14,000 sheep and 6,000 camels and a 1,000 yoke of oxen and a thousand she asses. The Lord blessed the latter end of Job. Than more than his beginning. And this is something that God is telling us. So that we will have a position of our faith. To know that no matter where you have gotten to. You see God started with Job. And blessed Job and used him for an advert. That advert got him into trouble. It's God who asked the devil, have you considered my servant Job? And Satan now brought a proposition, a business proposition. That this guy is serving you because you have given him this, that, 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 and there's a hedge of protection around him. Then for some nine months, the guy was in trouble. Then God now came and restored him. He lost everything. And when God came to restore him after those seasons of adversity, the Bible is making us know that this latter end of Job was better than whatever he had in the beginning. And what does that communicate to the child of God? It tells you that no matter the downsides you are encountering in this life, when the blessings of the Lord get activated, your life now will be better than it was before. So what it means is that the believer carrying the blessing can never have a better yesterday. Because the Lord blessed the latter end of Job more than the beginning. So wherever you are right now, God can activate the blessing upon you and make your life better than you have ever experienced before. Praise the Lord. It's, it's almost to noon and your amen is not coming out. I'm wondering. I wonder, sometimes pastor can't wonder. And it's blessing. Blessing is purely supernatural. This is not one of the teachings that you listen with your head, head. No, no, no. It's something that you have to tap into. 
Praise the Lord. That your latter end will be more blessed than your beginning. And I'm praying that in this December, whichever phase you find your life, may the blessing locate your life. May your latter end be more blessed than your beginning in the mighty name of Jesus. That means that your company, the work of your hand can be more blessed now than before. Yeah. That means that your talent can bring you more than before. Because of the blessing of the Lord. Look at Jacob. He entered into his uncle's house. And that was the latter part of the uncle's life. Once he entered there, the uncle's business just escalated, exploded. Because the man who was blessed entered into that space. Joseph entered into Potiphar's business, his house. Potiphar became so rich, the Bible says that he didn't know how much he was worth, except the food that was on his table. Why? Potiphar was not blessed, but a man carrying the blessing entered into his space. Whenever the blessings enter into your matter, your space, your business, whatever it is, you see that your latter end is more blessed than before. Because this spiritual thing has a way of giving you more than you have ever seen before. Blessing. In the keeper's house, may the blessing of the Lord rest upon us. May it rest upon all the members in the name of Jesus. May it rest upon everyone listening to me right now. Your latter end will be more blessed than your beginning. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Shout a louder, Amen. Psalm 67 verse 7. Blessing. Why does God bless us? Why does he bless us? The Bible said in Psalm 67 verse 7, it says that God shall bless us and all the ends of the earth shall fear him. That one of the reasons why God blesses us is to market his own glory. Is to market his own fear among the children of men on the face of the earth. That is to say that man is not the primary reason why the blessing is on ground. God is. For the Lord will bless us. Why? It is so, so that all the ends of the earth shall fear. They will know that man is nothing without the help of God. So, the blessing is there to reveal God to man. Is there to reveal the attributes of God to the, all the ends of the earth to know that man is useless without the help of God. So, the blessing is God's own project. If you like, it is to satisfy the ego of God. So that he will prove to the ends of the earth that he is the creator, he is the maker, and without him we can do nothing. Are you here at all? It is the reason why nobody can stop the blessing from coming into your life as a child of God. Because it is not because of something good you have done. That's not the foundation of it. The foundation of it is that God wants to prove a point. (laughs) 
That's why he will say, he will use a phrase like, I swear by myself. He's not consulting anybody. <laughs> I swear by myself. He has just decided that he has concluded the matter unilaterally. He doesn't need to sit in council with anybody. I swear by myself that in blessing I will bless you. And you see, when he was telling Abraham like that, he said that Abraham of God, he, he wants Abraham to be associated with God. For people to see the greatness of Abraham in comparison with the family he came from. So that they will know that the shift is not a normal shift. Because people who come from his family, they are not blessed like this. That this one is blessed because there is an attachment now called Abraham of God. It is the connection with God that has brought this thing into his life. Too powerful. When some people say, I will reverse your blessing, I will revoke your blessing. My friend, go and sleep. God wants to do this thing to prove his name. That man will know that he is able to make a 48 year old. Yesterday, my, my wife's sister, cousin, married for the first time in her life. She's 48 years. How many years? The lady is what? When you heard it, what was going on in your head? This must be God. Because even old men don't want to marry old women. I'm telling you this thing. Old men want um, uh, fresh blood. I'm not saying this lady is not fresh blood. I'm just saying that they prefer younger ladies to, you know, ladies with, with more advance in years. But because God wanted to prove a point, He has given the lady a beautiful marriage. Do you understand this thing? This is God's program. And God's program never goes spoiled. Because I'm blessing you so that the world will, they will fear. And that's what happened to the Israelites. When they were coming, people were running away because they knew that their God was with them. And these people could not be stopped because God has blessed them. And even when Balaam wanted to curse them, God kept turning the curse into a blessing. Not to prove that the Israelites are strong, but to prove that their God is strong. Are you here at all? I'm saying that God is going to use you to prove a point. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. The witch can go enter the coven, but it's not going to work because God is going to prove to the evil person that is strong here on earth. He's the one that is there. On ground. Too powerful. That's why your marriage, it will come to pass. That's why that your healing, it will happen. Because God wants to prove a point. So that the whole world will fear him. Hey, when they say that somebody is going to die. Or somebody died. And God put his blessing on the person and brought the person alive. Will you not fear? When you know that the blessing is God's own program. To prove himself. It changes your, your whole vision. Your whole faith. You know that. Okay. They say that the family. This one served this. This one was Wayu. This one was that. And they prospered. Now God picks you. And says that. 
I'm also going to use you for my advert. Are you here? And then he puts his blessing on you. Then he makes you a thousand times more than the one who stole money to become rich. He makes you a thousand times more than the one who was boasting with his education. He makes you a thousand times more than the one who comes from a very, very, very good background. But without God, a man from a good background will be grounded. And God just tries to prove a point so that people will know that he can take the best things of this world to confound the wise. That is one of the key reasons why the blessing is in space. That your promotion is going to happen because God wants to prove a point. That contract, it will never be taken away from you because God wants to prove a point. Shout a better amen here. Psalm 37 verse 22. So when the blessing comes upon you, what does it really do? When the blessing comes upon you in Psalm 37 verse 22, it gives you the capacity to inherit the earth or to inherit things on the face of the earth. For such as he blessed of him shall inherit the earth. For such as be blessed of him shall inherit the earth. And they that be cursed of him shall be cut off. Two categories of people. Those who are cursed shall be cut off. Those that the Lord blesses shall have the capacity to inherit the earth. So you see that some people don't have inheritance here. Because something has not landed on their head. This church we teach diligent work, hard work, any semantic you want to use to qualify the work. Work is what? Work. And we believe in what? Working. I'm telling you, you can't work hard to become prosperous the way God wants you to prosper. There is a capacity to inherit. And it, it takes the blessing. When the blessing comes, he told Abraham, he said, because I've blessed you and wherever your foot shall tread, you possess. Now, possession here on earth, because you need to understand that this earth originally was given to spirits. It was given to what? Spirit. So, to own something, that means that you are taking something away from spirit. Something that's under the jurisdiction of spirit. So it would take a spiritual capacity on you to be able to take something that is in the hand of a spirit you don't see but sees you. That's why territories were manned by entities. And now God says that wherever your foot shall tread, I've given it to you. So to be able to take the earth from the hands of demons. Take things here from the hands of demons. Something supernatural must give you capacity that is stronger than what the spirits are operating with. That's why I'm saying that. They that be blessed shall inherit the earth. That's it. The blessing comes upon you and gives you that capacity 
to inherit the earth. <laughs> Some people don't have inheritance because they don't have this capacity. But when this blessing comes upon you, it gives you the capacity to inherit the earth. And whatever the earth represents, whether it's gold, it's diamond, it's house, it's car, it's land, you are going to inherit it because of the blessing. Shout a louder amen here. I mean, look, when the Bible is talking about the earth, this is a summary, Psalm 24 verse 1. That's a summary. The summary of what I said is that the earth is a Lord's and the Lord is a spirit. John chapter 4 said, the Lord is a spirit and the fullness thereof. Fullness means everything within the space belongs to the spirit that owns the space. So, there are things here. Marriage is here. Some people don't have the capacity to marry. Recently, we went to do a program and we were ministering to one guy that you are going to marry. He was crying. When we finished, I said, why were you crying? He said, when I marry, I will die. I said, who told you? He said, I know when I marry, I will die. So, I'm not going to marry you. Oh, boy. That one lacks the capacity. When you see people who are of age and they have certain things that you think makes them ready for marriage and they are not married. Oh boy, it's not because they are immoral or they are not interested. Some of them, they just lack the simple capacity, the well withal to marry. And that thing is given by God. That you have some people who cannot stay in marriage. That even if you give them good marriage, they must destroy it because they lack the blessing. To stay in a relationship with a good person. It's a capacity of the blessing. When the blessing is upon, some people give birth. Children are for here, the earth. Some people give birth and they go and dump it in the refuse dump. What do you think is a problem? Is a child a problem? They lack the capacity to inherit the earth. Some people, I mean, recently, somebody went to commit abortion and they entered into complication. But abortion must always enter into complication most, most of the time. And then, so one lady who was going to help, and she was very angry that she herself, she's looking for a baby. And now she has to go and help somebody who has gone to do abortion, and the surgery has gone bad, and she has to go and help. How am I looking for a baby, and I'm now going to add my money to somebody who has gone to destroy a baby? Have you seen the confusion? But this person who went to do abortion, she simply lacks the blessing to retain. A pregnancy. And in her mind, she's trying to be smart. Or she's even trying to be sinful. But what she doesn't know is that it takes the blessing to see pregnancy as something good. Or else, you will get pregnant ten times. You will abort ten times. Because it is the blessing that will make you inherit it. 
See, and after a while, you realize that you are not blessed. After a while, you will just realize that, oh, it was not like you loved abortion. It is just because there is a curse on you that wants to make you something. <laughs> something. So, some people even give better and sell. I'm not talking about surrogacy. I'm talking about people are sincerely human beings as we are talking today. Because they lack the blessing. They lack what? They lack the blessing. They lack the blessing. If you're a child of God, eh, when the blessing comes upon you, it gives you the capacity to inherit the earth. And this capacity, it comes in different dimensions. So I'm praying that today God will give you a very high capacity to inherit the earth in the mighty name of Jesus. Shout a louder amen. One more time, please. Let it be louder. You can see a church. A church. Churches have different levels of capacity to have even branches. Some start a branch, the branch will collapse. Just lacks the capacity. Some too. Anywhere they put the branch, the branch grows. Praise the Lord. I'm praying for that capacity in Jesus' name. May we have it in the keeper's house. Some churches, when you go, the people are, they are happy to work for the Lord. In other places, they are running away from working for the Lord. The the blessing is in the church where the people are happy to do something for the Lord. That's why in your company, when you are blessed, you see that people are there, they will be protecting the money for you. They will be telling you, this one wants to steal, or God, he even wanted to steal with me. That's a blessing. That's why when the blessing is with strangers will come and serve you. So that you will possess the earth. You what? Jesus said, occupy till I come. Occupy till I The land that Jesus has is the land that is under your control. The, 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 the mosque here is not under the control of Jesus. You, we can define it in the spirit that everywhere belongs to Jesus, right? But in the mosque, they don't mention Jesus' name there. Why? Because the people who bought the land and built the mosque, they are not Christians. So the land that Jesus owns is the one that keeps house owns. Because there, we'll raise the name of the Lord there. I said, but are you here at all? So when he said, occupy till I come, he just gives them. That's why he asked them, will you also go? He said, no, 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 no. In this life, I will give you things. And then in the life above, I'll give you things. So God is interested in blessing us here. So that we'll have the capacity. And sometimes the capacity comes in the form of money. Sometimes it comes in the form of network. Some social network. Some social capital. Some academics. Something. What is business? It comes in a way. I mean, currency in different forms. So that... You will be able to possess the earth. So, some 
I mean, recently we were starting branches. We just bought instrument and mass. Like we bought instrument for even the branches that had not started. And we packed them there. So there is no pastor who has gone into any branch that said that he went to struggle to buy drum, keyboard, microphone, blah, blah, blah. No. No pastor went to pay rent. The church will pay rent, make the place nice, put this just just do church. Win souls for Jesus. The the instrument and the rest is not your stress. Shouldn't be your stress. Your stress is how to snatch people from hell. Are you here at all? And bring them into the light. So that when you are praying, you will not be praying, God, give me money for a microphone. No, no, how now? It's a capacity. <laughs> are you here? While some people are praying for, give me money for a microphone. Some people are praying that God touch that person to come. Touch because when will you finish praying for the microphone? Now to now begin to pray for God to touch the people. And you need a microphone to preach. So you want the microphone to come first. By the time you do two hours for getting mixer and microphone, Charlie, you are tired. You can now not pray for the souls to come. You say, Father, now they are in your hands. <laughs> but what am I saying? It's a certain level of capacity. Praise the Lord. Praise God. A certain level of capacity. It's a certain level of capacity that when, I mean, recently we went to open a branch. Here at Hacho. One of our branches, when we were opening in Spintes, the day we were doing the inauguration service, the, the cars we park in the area, the, all the streets there, the car, park, 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 because people here went and blah, blah, park, park. Even the people in the area who didn't know what was happening, they said, what is happening here? What is happening? So we are starting a new church. The church is here. When they saw the cars, you see, parking cars is part of the evangelism. When you see the kind of cars parked there, you know that this is not white garment church. You know that, and you see the kind of people coming out of the cars. You will join the church. That's why the blessing is an advert. The blessing is what? It's an advert. I mean, some time ago, we were going to do evangelism. We went on. We just drove our car. Cost traffic. Oh, we park. And then we entered the students. So these people that have driven cars, four wheel, four by four, um, um, pick up, oh, no, saloon car, they are, nah. Let's listen to what they are saying now. There's a certain level that if you are not blessed, nobody listens to you. That's why the blessing is going to give you a capacity. So that you possess the earth. If you and I don't possess this earth, one day we'll be hanging in the air. In Egypt, Joseph was giving them food to collect their land. Because the real owners of the earth, they are the land owners. 
It's not a person who has food, though. It's a person who has a land. You even need a land to generate the food. Are you here? It's a capacity. Capacity. And when the blessing comes upon you, it changes all these dynamics in your life. You see that you have not seen something before. You begin to see something you saw before that you lost. It begins to come back because the blessing has come upon you. May God revisit your life with a blessing. In the mighty name of you. Please let the amen be stronger. It's too powerful. Is it powerful already? <laughs> Thank you Lord Jesus. So this blessing we are talking about. How... What can the believer do to enter into this dimension? In the first service, we learned that you have to be born again. Psalm 5 verse 12. Psalm 5 verse 12. And we even learned in Proverbs chapter 3 verse 33. That scripture is very powerful. Please, let's read it for emphasis. <laughs> Proverbs 3 33. He said that the curse of the Lord is in the house of the wicked. But he blessed the habitation of the just. Claire, if you were a child of God, your habitation is blessed. And the wicked person who doesn't know God, he said the curse of the Lord is in their house. So God blesses those who are born again and are serving him actively as righteous children. Praise the Lord. We also learned that for you to attract the blessing or activate the blessing, you need to be someone who delights in the blessing. Psalm 109, verse 17. You must have a, a delight for the blessing. 109, Psalm 109, verse 17. Look at what the Bible said. Sakula kafeshto paraya. Psalm 109, 17. Oh. Is it not there? Media, can you give me a scripture? 109. Did I miss something? It's there. It says that as he loved Kerson, so let it come unto him. The person who loves cursing, he said, you will attract the curse. Because you delight in it. And then he said, as he delighted not in blessing, so let it be far from him. That is, for blessing to be near, one must have delight in the blessing. That it takes your desire to be blessed as God wants you to be blessed. For the blessing to be nearer to you. And don't lie to yourself. It's not everyone in church who believes that they must be blessed. Yes. Some people are here, they are behaving like the, the, the widow of Zarephath. I'm going to cook this last meal and I'm going to die. That's, this is my last show. The movie is coming to an end. They are going to kill me. I'm going to die. We are dying. You must have a delight in the blessing. 
And you know, the way we miss this is when you are working with people who have not been blessed at all. They have a way of giving you one philosophical position. Well, if you get your small room, small car, why, why the small? And it's like everyone who has some substance is a crook. And because they, they, they equate poverty to spirituality. Hey! They equate systems not working to God at work. That when you see people grounded, that is God. When you see people flying, that is devil helping them. Kai! Why do we serve God? Like, why should we serve God if we are going to remain grounded? And it is the Lord himself that said, Abraham, leave your father's house. And look at what he used to woo him on. Like the way a man woos a woman. Genesis chapter 12 verse 1. He looked at him and said, this boy, the way you are in your father's house serving idol, no? now the Lord has said to Abraham, get thee out of thy country and from thy kindred and from thy father's house unto a land that I will show you. He just, he just, he just tempted him to get out. Verse 2. And I will make thee a great nation and I will bless thee and make thy name great. And thou shalt be a blessing. The thing he used to convince him to get out was a blessing. Hey, if you are a sister here, let me tell you. If the brother says he will marry you and you don't see an element of blessing in the matter, don't, don't join that person. There is no journey with a man that is cursed. A lady want to marry you. If she's a bottomless pit of misfortunes, doesn't believe in blessing. When you hear people talking, when you hear people talking, when you hear people talking, like that, hey, be careful. If you are not careful, you just enter somewhere. Look, Lord, eh, Lord. When God told Abraham that he should leave, Lot was in that same house. It's Abraham's relative. God didn't speak to Lot to leave. He spoke to only Abraham. In fact, when you read Isaiah, he said, I called Abraham alone. Then Lot saw that this man, they have asked him to leave with a package of blessing. I'm just showing you wise man. And he, he, he told the family members, I'm going with him. He said, where? He said, even the man, they say he should leave. He doesn't know where. How can, how can I know where? But the only reason why I'm going with this man is because he has been promised a blessing. And if you read the Bible, you'll find out that Abraham left with nothing. But he began to have so much animals and servants that the Lord, eh? The Lord, who was not originally called, he followed the called. He also had so much business 
Same business that Abraham had. He had servants, he had animals that the two of them could not occupy one space. Just by following the man who was blessed. Who you follow determines what follows you. He followed the blessed man. The blessing entered him. Then just watch. See how this guy was not blessed originally. Now when his servant started having confusion with Abraham's servant. Then he separated from Abraham. He lost everything. That is when he knew that he himself did not have any magnetic force. To attract whatever material was in his life. that The things in his life were a, a direct connection that he had with the man. Whose life was producing and overproducing and overproduction has entered into his own corner. Sometimes you are with people and God will be blessing you and you are in a hurry to leave them. Go. Just... The, you will see this one that you are driving that you are able to feed your family. Eh? Just you say, I'm now the boss. I'll, I'll, will I drive you again? Blah, blah. Just go and drive yourself and see. You see, that everywhere will dry. dry. Hey. So, somebody wants to marry you, just check. Whether their life is a landing ground for blessing. If the blessing is there. And they don't even speak good English. Your future is good. Because we don't eat English. But if grammar is there. And blessing is not there. That life will be full of drama. You see drama in the evening. You see two people doing drama there. Foolish man. It is also a foolish woman. Foolish woman. <laughs> you see the woman. <laughs> the woman will be giving the man all kinds of derogatory names. Are you a man? You see a woman will be standing before a man. Say, Are you a man? Is <laughs> there a man? What is he? <laughs> it is. Are you a woman? <laughs> When the blessing is absent, insult is fully on ground. So, there must be delight. You must delight in the blessing of the Lord. And you see, your delight or desire in the blessing of God is the clearest expression of your interest in the will of God. To receive the blessing. That you cannot just be blessed accidentally. You must deal. That's why anybody God bless. Eh? He was speaking to the person that. If you these and these things are on ground. The end product will be a blessing. He made sure that he made them to hear that. This is what will happen. So that. Based on that, you can make a decision to delight in it or to walk away. But if you are, he said that he that loves curses, curses will come. So either you love blessing or you love curses. By me, I love blessings. I love blessings. 
I don't know if there's somebody who loves curses. So, not because we need to find out. We need to what? We need to find out. Some people, they are saddest. They are what? Saddest. There was a man like that married to a lady. What the man hates is when the woman is happy. Why are you happy? Why are you laughing? Why are you singing? Why? Why? Have you scrubbed a bathhouse? Have you, have you, have you, have you dried the cloth? Have you washed the cloth? And the man is a top corporate man. He refused to buy a washing machine because it is a mind. A woman must wash and the, the thing must deal with a woman. Flora, why have you made your face like that? You will not meet that kind of man in Jesus' name. You don't don't meet that kind of man. Some people have no delight whatsoever in blessing. You see, when you are with those people, they are dead weight on your vision and mission in life. And they can be Jonah in your life. (laughs) You take one step, the uh, lack of delight in the blessing. That's, that's, they are very destructive. You are taking a step for the blessing. You see that they will divert your course. The thing will not work. People who do this thing, they always lose. The blah, blah, blah. It's like they don't have a delight. There's no plan. When there's no plan, there cannot be provision. So you must have a plan for the blessing. This God that I'm following, I'm serving God. Because I want to see this blessing he promised. Exodus twenty three twenty five. 25. You shall serve the Lord. And he shall bless. As you are serving him, the first thing he's releasing. Is that his word? Blessing. Genesis one twenty eight. The Lord God who created them. He now, he created them man and woman and he blessed them. That's verse 26. Look at this. Verse 26. Very quickly, please. And God said, let us make man in our own image and after our likeness and let them have dominion over blah, 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 blah. 27. Give me 27. So God created man in his image and in the image of God created him, male and female. And then 28. And God blessed them. That's the first thing. If blessing is not the first thing painting your life, you are an abomination in any space. I'm praying that your heart would desire for blessing. In the mighty name of Jesus. And it's a good thing to desire because it comes from God. It comes from God. Why should you not have the money to be able to help the villagers? Why should the money be in the hand of a wicked person who will be now giving the money to people to, to, to drink their blood? You know some people when they give you money you are gone. That they have bought you like that. But when the money is in the hand of a correct person, so many people, their life goes well for them. So in this our service, let's do one or two keys and then I think we'll be fine. Is, is it allowed? Is it permitted? Okay. The third key we want to consider is 
trust in God. After delighting for the blessing or desiring for the blessing, you need to trust in the Lord. You need to what? Psalm 2 verse 12. Kiss the son. Lest he be angry and ye perish from the way. When his wrath is kindled, but what? A little. He said, blessed are all they that put their trust in him. Blessed. The people who are blessed are the ones who trust God. In fact, Jeremiah talks about the fact that curses come to people when they put their trust in man. Are you here? The curse is the man who put his trust in another man. But all the people who put their trust in God, he said they are blessed. So, yes, be born again, delight in the blessing, but trust God for the blessing. Trust God for what? If it's a marriage that is a blessing for you at this phase, trust God. If it's a car that you deem as a blessing, even though it's a product of the blessing, Trust God. Praise the Lord. If it's a healing, trust God. Because the blessings come when we trust God. It's like when we impose our trust in him in prayer, in in sacrifice, in serving and all of that, then he also releases the blessing. Praise the Lord. Psalm 33 verse 12. Very quickly please. Psalm 33 verse 12. Same scripture there. In Psalm 33 verse 1, it says, Blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord. And the people whom he has chosen for his own inheritance. Blessed is the nation that trusts in God. Psalm 34 verse 8. Psalm 34 verse 8. It says that, Oh, taste and see that the Lord is what? Good. Then look at the next line. Blessed is the man that trusted in him. God has goodness, but blessed is the man that trusts in him. Psalm 40 verse 4. Psalm 40 verse 4. He said, blessed is that man. Which man? Please talk to me. Blessed is what? It's not every man. Blessed is that man that maketh the Lord his trust and respected not the proud, nor such as turn aside to lies. You can't put your trust in earthly systems and receive a blessing that proceeded only from God. Your trust must be in God first. Then he will cause the systems to adjust to your desires and your demands. That's why blessed is that man. Is what? Is that man. That has made the Lord his trust. I'm trusting God to marry. I'm trusting God to have children. It's a blessing. I'm trusting God to have a business. To have a contract. And I put my trust in God first. God make everything begin to work. To my favor, to my advantage. Tell somebody, learn to trust in God. Come on, please tell them again. Learn to trust in God. Learn to trust in God for things. For the blessing. Learn to trust in God for your strength. For your everything. Praise the Lord. 
Is it a good point? <laughs> Clap your hands for the Lord. When you trust in the Lord, that there will be a test. And when you pass the test, you will see the blessing. Proverbs 28 verse 20. Anybody who trusts in God will be tested. This is the litmus test. It's the acid test. <laughs> and it's the issue of your heart. That will make you take a certain position of action. Shall we read the scripture together? One, go. A faithful man shall abound with what? Blessings. But he that maketh haste to be rich shall not be innocent. Which man shall abound with the blessing? I'm trusting in God to be rich. But I can't steal from my boss. I have to take care of what has been committed into me as a good steward. Then when I take good care of the one that has been committed unto me, God may pass me and give me my own. You are a man here, if you have money and you don't take care of your wife and your children, which is your first line of duty, then your biological parent, and you are there making name. They call you Oga. They call you director. They call you chef. Chairman, chief. Look, when the Bible said the Lord has taught about blessing, please look at the sequence. The Lord has been mindful of us. He will bless us. He will bless our children. He will bless our children's children. Are you, are you here? Please don't make money and go and give it to girlfriend. You shouldn't even have girlfriend in the first place. If we're a child of God. Please stop this. Can you look at someone and say stop? In case you haven't planning, stop it. The, the test of faithfulness is, is such that, you see, God's way is different from man's way. You are doing now, I will start a third service right now. Normally, when the devil wants to test you, he takes from you. He will deprive you, make you frustrated, and you now, you now you play to the gallery. But that is not how God works. When devil wants to test you, he will kill. And it's like Job, you see that devil was in action. He took, 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 took. Now, this is how God will test a man. If God wants to test you, he will first give you Isaac. He will give you any man God wants to test. He will first give the person provision. Adam, he gave him the garden. He said, eat everything there. I've given you provision. Eat, 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 eat. Now, give me one small apple in the middle. Let me see. So you see, for a believer, your test is in what has been given to you. When he ascended, he gave gift unto men. 
He gave unto each other according to your ability. Everybody has been giving something. When God really wants to test you, he is testing you based on your faithfulness. Based on your what? He that is faithful with the little, at least he has already given you the little. Please, are you here? God operates like a parent and a child. The child that cannot earn money of herself or himself doesn't have money. So he's the parent that will go and buy the biscuit for the child. And now we come and tell the child, give me one. He said, me, mom. Oh, shit. The, the test of faithfulness is one of the reasons why some people will never enter into proper realms of blessing. Because you are not truthful to God, honest to God, generous towards God in the little he gave you and you have not passed the test. So you cannot enter into the abundance of the blessing. A faithful man shall abound with the blessing. And the faithfulness, we want to extend the argument, it goes and on what you do with your body. What you do, you see, your body is a temple of God. Don't let things touch it anyhow. You are there. They are blowing you left, right, center. You say, say, you are not faithful. You are not faithful with this body. You are not faithful with what you put in your body. You are not faithful in where you send your body. You are not faithful in what God has given you. He gave you money to give him the 10%. You see, he gave you 100. He said, I'm now testing you. Bring 10. But you could have deducted the 10 from source like the way government does now. But he's just trying to create a distinction between the people to be blessed and the people not to be blessed. And God does not want you not to be blessed by a sovereign decision. He wants to deny you the blessing based on your own choices. That you made a choice not for blessing. That's what Joshua said. I said before you, blessings and curses. Choose the blessing. It's a choice. It's what? And you have to pass the test. I mean, if you look at your tithe... And it becomes so valuable to you not to bring to God. You have made a choice not to enter into the... That's why he said, bring and I will open the windows of heaven and pour you out. He didn't say, I'll pour you out material. I will pour you out a blessing. Then when that blessing lands, you will have so much that you will not have room enough to contain. You need the faithfulness. You are driving... I mean, imagine, imagine God has a bigger plan to make you an owner of a big transport business. Then somebody buys an Uber car for you. First of all, you are driving the car without looking at portals. Because the maintenance is not your bed. Are you serious? Like, are you serious? Then, every week, the car goes to the mechanic shop. New car. That you have designed a mechanic shop to ensure that the sales you have to make every week, you find a way to take some from the owner of the car. Whether the car is sickle, the car is not sickle, the mechanic shop is there by force. It's a recurrent expenditure. It's in the budget. 
You are sitting in somebody has just handed over you. You are a stock manager. You are accountant. Blah blah blah. They bring the sales. You give Oga two. You collect half. It, it, it just it's like Madame takes three. I take one. I take three. I take how? Like you are not faithful. You can't ruin somebody's Uber car and God gives you a transport. How, can, how, how is that possible? You don't want it. That's why you are ruining someone's own. And if per adventure you even get the transport business, you will have drivers that are a thousand times more wicked than yourself. Because you never pass the test. And you never even saw the need to go to God and say, I'm very sorry for this thing that this unfaithfulness. Some people will not even change oil. They won't even look at the water in the car. Because it's, and the only time they pay attention is they say, you are doing work and pay. The, the level of selfishness is the reason why you'll be selling fish that nobody will buy. So the fish must rot. You must enter into losses. Because all you see is you. But seeing you Look at what the book of Philippians said. Philippians said, he said that, and let this mind be in you, the same mind that was in Christ, that even though he was equal with God, he did not touch the robbery to be equal with God, but he humbled himself. Are you here at all? And then the Bible said, he taught about others. He taught about what? You don't think about anybody. Everything is you, 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 me, my children, myself. The, the next point I would have is showing mercy to the poor. Even dogs, dogs, they do me, my children, me and my puppies. That thinking me and my children all the time without thinking about others. You and dog, you are you are you are at the same level. Jesus said, "Other sheep I have somewhere." Sometimes I will be there. Somebody's name will come into my head. I will just call the person. If I, I will send the money before I even call the person. <laughs> and when you will see that the money has gone to meet the matter. Pe, pe, pe. And I know some pastor will be by bind this. I bind this. Bind. Is she bringing me money or I'm the one to send money? I bind sending money. I, I release bringing money. It's, it's not, it's, it doesn't work that way. It doesn't work that way. Faithfulness. You need to be faithful. Tell somebody you need to be faithful. Faithful to God. You are serving God. You are faithful. Praise the Lord. If it's first fruit, you are faithful. There will be challenges. It's part of the test. You are faithful. Tight, faithful, praying, faithful, giving, faithful. I mean, doing your best, taking, being a good steward. You are faithful. Some people, the reason why, is sometimes blessing is a function of the realm you are operating in. Or let me use regular language. The quarters of the kind of people you are running with. And so sometimes you, you see what God wants you to do based on where and who you are with at what time. Now you to your mouth has, your mouth naturally germinate and harvest okra. 
I don't know if there is any explanation for this one. Your mouth is okro mouth. That you are verbal diarrhea. You, you talk before you think. And there is no way you will see something in a certain quarters that even your parents are not allowed to have that access. But grace just took you. That if they were, you see, sometimes God just positions you somewhere, you know that you don't have the status to be there. Do you understand? But somewhere, somehow, maybe somebody said, follow me. Then somewhere, somehow, oh, you do this for this one, you do this. There are things you see, you keep quiet. You do what? Is it in your mouth? Some of you will never be blessed because you have not passed the test of confidentiality. Look, the man is married to a Christian sister. But the man's born again is 25%. And you are the driver. And the man drives you to some corners. Don't go and collapse that homo. Just be praying for the man. Father, this organa takes me to this corner. This madam there. There's another madam here. Another madam here. Another madam here. Just be praying now, God. Let the spirituality what? Increase. Sometimes some disaster must not come because of your instrumentality. Just, just cool, cool down and pray. Allow God to do his own thing. You know? You go and say, Madam. Oga get one here. Oga get one in the middle here. We Oga get one on top of that roof. <laughs> but you see, in God's program, in 2022 March, Oga will have an encounter. And not follow women again. But because of your okra mouth, in this December, Madame Divorce Oga. <laughs> you, you don't do that. Stop being a gossip. Did you hear what God said to you right now? Is the reason why some quarters will not accommodate you. When you are coming, everybody is quiet. <laughs> it's like the, the nation's microphone is around. It will amplify whatever is being said here. Whatever, shh, shh, shh. You will say that. Shh, shh. Eh? How may we help you? Oh yeah. Speaker mobile microphone. Go, we are talking. Because we have been meeting on our own here for two years. We discuss business and everything. It never goes out. When you entered, this time, you know, everything we say is out there. And we know that the only reason why it's out there is that you are the medium. That's why, you see, some, <laughs> some of the things you will learn to do business or whatever, it will be big people's idea that you can do the small part and earn something. But you will not even have the opportunity to be kept there because this your mouth cannot be faithful. 
mouth will say. So, you see that you are eliminated from systems and spaces. And that's how you don't go far. It's not everything you see. You need a lot of wisdom to know that there are matters that are higher matters. They are what? I'm not hearing. Why are you not talking? David prays, I will not engage myself in higher matters. Higher matters. You want to go and say higher matters? Okay, let me just close this preaching. <laughs> like, like you are a company's accountant. Then they have given you access to the company's account. They say, the man is wicked. Do you know the money in the account? You have millions of dollars. He can't even give us increment of just, just 2%. And the one sitting by the money. They didn't, you are not an accountant to be broadcasting the figure in the account now. Is that why they employed you? Please, I want to know now. That's how they employed you. You are somebody's chef. You are somebody, then you, you are in that house and by virtue of your work in that house, you hear one quarrel here, you know, here and there, one disagreement here, but it's, it's normal. They say, these people that, when you see them walking together, holding hands like that, when you come and they are arguing, it's like the heaven is about to fall. Charlie, you are too special. <laughs> you are too much. The way you even put salt in the matter and amplified. I'm praying that we'll be faithful. Uh, be faithful to God first. <laughs> then be faithful to men. Praise the Lord. Please let's rise. <laughs> it's too powerful. I see the blessing coming your way. You have been listening to the testimony word broadcast from the Keepers House Chapel International. Locate us at Medina Estate, Accra, off the social welfare road between the Gulf Lane Station and Wawan Washing Bay. Follow us on Facebook at the Keepers House Chapel International. Podcast and audio rima at Reverend Francis Auburn. Visit our website at www.keepershousechapel.org. One word. For further information, call 0244-177-831 or 0204-916-2000.